Mm, beautiful. Uh, 10.42. So we're looking for that uh, something inside you uh, that uh, is uh, so strong now uh, because we're wanting to have uh, a conversation about uh, changing your career uh, after turning 40. Today on our personal development feature, we are focusing on the subject of career transition after turning 40 years old. What motivates people uh, to do that? Is this even a good idea? Is it a very first world thing to do? Uh, what are the challenges that one uh, who has decided to change their ch- their career holistically at this age, uh, what what are the challenges that they potentially face? And uh, we're joined on the line to talk more on this by Brian Wasmuth, managing partner and director at the Human Capital Group. I have to admit, Brian, I had never heard of this until I read uh, preparing for the show last night. I mean, to holistically change your career isn't it a risky thing to do when you're forty? Good morning. Morning. Um, not necessarily. Um, only if it's well planned, then it doesn't have to be that risky. So, uh, you know, one, one has to have an end goal in mind. You have to have a strategy in mind. Uh, and then you've got to do some um, some risk analysis, if you like, and decide whether it's good or not to do that. So it's all about, it's all about contemplating the risk, contemplating the way forward, strategizing and then working hard toward achieving your objectives. So when we say career change, what actually are we meaning, Brian? Are we meaning uh, you were an accountant today and, for example, you've decided you want to start a a plumbing business or, you know, you were a person who worked a nine-to-five job and you're deciding to completely let go, take all of your benefits uh, that came with that nine-to-five job and start from scratch, for example, a new business? Yeah, look, uh, I mean, we need to understand that uh, in in business or in the corporate environment, people go so far in a particular career, and then for uh, one or other purpose or one or other reason, they decide they want to make a 180-degree change. Uh, Perhaps they want to opt out of corporate. Uh, Perhaps they want to opt out of the nine-to-five thing that you're mentioning. Uh, Perhaps they have a passion which they've practiced on, on the side. Uh, in terms of doing some things and, uh, you know, whether it's a hobby or uh, or a, a do-it-yourself thing or a sideline business or a parallel uh, business or career. And then when it gets to a stage where they decide, well, look, I can actually make a living from this, people then literally make a decision to, to change uh, direction. Uh, that is to say, if one opts out of a particular job mm. uh, and, and then into an entrepreneurial environment or into something that you start yourself or something totally different. Yeah. Um, but of course, if you look at career change in terms of job change, uh, that's another thing, uh, you know, within the same context, but it asks for other thinking. Yeah. Uh, in terms of planning, uh, to what to what degree should you have planned? Because 40 is a tricky age for a lot of people, right? At that, at that point, most people, for example, have children and, and that means school fees have to be paid. Most people have a bond. Uh, that means, uh, you know, there's monthly repayments that uh, they sort of have to meet. Uh, most people have uh, older parents uh, that sometimes in one way or another, uh, they, they, they have to to help out. So what kind of planning do you need to have done to make that leap, to make that change, to say, that's it, you know, I'm leaping, I'm starting something totally different? Well, 
it starts with me as a person, with myself. Mm. Who and what am I? What am I as a career person? What have I done to date? What does my career look like to date? What are my passions from a career point of view? What are my wants and what are my musts? And then, so, so you know, it, 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 it relates to, to looking at who and what I am and what I want to do. So that's the one thing. So that the second thing is obviously now there's the feasibility issue. Mm. Uh, I, I, I want to go out. I want to leave my corporate job. These are my responsibilities. And then one needs to look at the reality of that. And and that's where the analytical stuff comes into play. That's where the risk analysis comes into play uh, and so on. You, you know, one finds, one unfortunately finds people who take voluntary retention packages and then they use those packages to buy businesses. And then invariably sometimes it happens that those businesses fail. Mm. Why do they fail? Well, the reason is I haven't done my homework properly. I haven't looked at the risk factors uh, in, in respect of this particular business which I bought or bought into or in, uh, are engaging upon. Uh, and they haven't looked at the sustainability of that business and the resilience of that kind of business. And then suddenly this disaster comes upon them. So, so you know, uh, considering these things goes back, I must consider who and what I am. I must consider what I want to do. I must consider my responsibilities, whether it be personal or financial or any other. I must, uh, you know, uh, do the arithmetic, quite frankly, do the math in terms of, okay, this is what this new venture or this new business or this new era of my career life that I'm entering into is going to cost me, uh, is going to bring in from a, from a, a you know, a salary or a, um, a package point of view. Mm. How sustainable is it? Uh, how resilient is it? What are the risks? Yeah. So, do you need a nest egg uh, to 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 you know uh, to even make that leap? Uh, something to fall yeah. back on is 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 a word we hear all our lives as human beings. We hear it from our parents that will say to us, you know, save money uh, so that you have something to fall back on. Uh, because starting anything anew, whether that be a business or a new career, in no way guarantees that you're going to be successful. Do you need a nest egg and uh, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, it matching your lifestyle, do we even have an idea of what that nest egg needs to look like if you're going to leap into something new? Let me tell you what we do um, when we do career transition coaching. People take, as I said, uh, take uh, voluntary retrenchment, they get packages or they go on early retirement and they've got big amounts of money. Our advice is never Never use your RA money, retirement community money, or your nest egg, as you call it, from uh, a retrenchment package, or then um, um, you know any other monies that that have come about as a result of your retiring. If I could put it this way, from corporate, never, but never use that to purchase a business. We've seen too much of that happen, uh, where businesses invariably fail, and then people. So, so nest egg, um, not always. I mean, some people are brave and they go out there and they and and, and they make it work, you know. Mm. But then you must be very sure of yourself, uh, you know, that you have a particular skill, that you have a particular ability, mm. uh, and uh, you know, to go out there and really make it work. And there are people that do that. Yeah. Uh, 
the assessment of your success rate uh, for those uh, that made uh, that leap, what does it look like, particularly for us as a developing country, right? Uh, because I'm, I'm assuming, for example, our dynamics are a little different uh, to uh, the dynamics of, of first world countries. But most people who come uh, to, you know, you guys for advice or guidance in terms of making that leap, what kind of success rate do they have? Look, I must be honest with you, we haven't kept statistics in, 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 in that regard, let's mm-hmm. say, um, you know. Um, but our, our sense is that, uh, you know, the people that come to us can ask for guidance in terms of career transition are people who usually have thought very strongly about all of this. Mm-hmm. But haven't said all of the, uh, you know, in terms of where I go from here, but then take into consideration what our South African economy is like. Uh, of late, many people have been retrenched. Of late, yeah. many people are not going to be able to and haven't been able to find new positions. So they have no choice yeah. but to go out there and make it for themselves. So the level of success is, uh, is, it varies according to um, uh, you know, what they've engaged in, uh, what their uh, abilities are in terms of the business that they're engaging. But understand that... Um, that sometimes there is no choice and one has to go out there and make it uh, for yourself. And I mean, that is this, uh, I mean, we always talk about small businesses, micro businesses, and uh, there's talk that the the small and medium business environment will stimulate the economy. Well, that's where it all starts. It Mm. starts when some people are forced into into the marketplace to look after themselves. And that brings out the, the creativity, the innovativeness, the entrepreneurial spirit, and and so on and so on. Um, yeah. mm, I hope the line is not letting us down. But the conversation, uh, as uh, the producers try to get Brian back, if we lost Brian, the conversation is with Brian Wasmuth, and uh, he's a managing partner and director at the Human Capital Group. And we're looking at this idea uh, of uh, redefining uh, your career after turning 40 because, uh, you know, uh, some people are stuck in jobs that they hate for the large portion of their lives uh, and at a certain point decide to... to do a complete uh, detour and do something extremely different in terms of their career choices. I think we have you back, uh, Brian. In, yes. term, in terms of uh, ideas uh, for those that are listening and uh, entertaining the, the possibility of the leap or the change, uh, depending on, on how you look at it, do you uh, have ideas in terms of the best kinds of careers to start even at 40? You know, um, obviously, when one's later in your career, I mean, when you're heading to the sixties and so on, then one must be very careful. But obviously, at that stage, some people then have that nest egg that you spoke about, and it's easier to do that, and it's easier to do something which you're passionate about. When you're talking about the the, the late thirties and the forties and career changes, the the first caveat is never, but never make an emotional decision. Hmm. The second caveat is always do the thinking, do the planning. And it's always then good to speak to somebody, and I suppose you can accuse me of pouting now, but to speak to people such as ourselves, <laughs> whereby, whereby we, we then ask the difficult questions, we ask the stupid questions, we ask the silly questions. Uh, uh, that could be irritating, but those are the questions that, um, that bring about that you think 
about what you're getting up to, that you think about uh, um, the, the the risks uh, that come about. And, and we often take people through what we call a decision analysis process where we look at the, at the desirables, we look at the musts or the absolute needs and so on. And then we do... Um, um, uh, strengths and weaknesses kind of things, an opportunity and uh, 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 strengths kind of thing um, uh, in, in, in terms of should I or shouldn't I. Ultimately, the decision is with a particular person, but at least they've, they've been given some thought mm, uh, yeah. or thought patterns. Yeah, uh, it, it it sounds like uh, like you're saying, you know, it one it should never be an emotional decision, and 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 it has to be planned. In terms of that planning, how far ahead uh, should uh, people uh, be who are looking at uh, a drastic uh, career change uh, be be looking in terms of the time that they should take to plan it? A year or two or three or four, uh, you know, having those conversations with people like yourself. How far ahead uh, should I plan if I want to, you know, uh, make that drastic career change at a certain point in my life? Uh, do you have a, a number, a benchmark? Let, let, me, let, me give you, let me give you our experience in this regard. Mm. So we do career transition coaching with a number of people. And right now, believe it or not, I'm working with people in Kenya. Uh, I'm working with people in Malawi. And obviously, I'm working with people in South Africa as well. Yeah. For the younger people, we always say, let's crystallize who and what you are as a career person or a professional. And we say, let's look at your end goal. Now, understand the end goal can be a moving target. Yeah. So, you know, you can determine an end goal today. When I retire, when I'm 65 or whatever, uh, I want to be this or that, or I want to have done this or that. So, so if you've got that end goal in mind, then you start working out uh, the strategy toward achieving that. And, you know, if it relates to going on your own, doing your own thing, then one obviously has to determine, well, where do I get the funding to do my own thing, to start my own business or to buy a business, et cetera, et cetera. How long do I have to work toward uh, saving up that money, if I could put it that way, mm. or do I have the wherewithal to go to a, a financial institution and ask for uh, for some funding for the business, uh, and so on and so on. So, so you know, in 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 the long term, go back uh, or go forward as far as where your career takes you, yeah. uh, whether it's sixty five or what. Then, in terms of the short term, you know, if I can leave now and start my business. Then, um, if we're talking about the entrepreneurial route, yeah. well, then how long does it take me to get the money to start my business? Where will I get the money? Have I done my business planning properly? Uh, when will I break even? Uh, when will I start making profit? How will I sustain myself while I'm working toward breaking even and, and so on and so on? But then we also get to, let's say, uh, a person is in a career and uh, with, with some other uh, corporate environment where they have a fixed salary, but then they also have uh, what we call short-term incentives or bonuses, mm, mm, and mm. then they have long-term in- uh, incentives, whether those be shares or dividends or phantom shares or whatever. And and, and those are value-creating, uh, uh, um, let's call it um, remuneration packages and LTI, for instance. So what they may decide is, look, you know, I'm in this company, XYZ, 
Uh, it's 2021 now. Uh, uh, in 2023, a chance of my shares will vest, and I will be able to take those shares out and take the money and go with me. So with that, one has to do that planning as well, uh, and not just walk away from a company just for the sake of getting a higher uh, um, uh, company package elsewhere, mm. and then you leave your shares behind. Think about it. Uh, you know, about the work. Um. Yeah. Uh, as as we round off our, our, our discussion, um, uh, Brian, I mean, I, I want to weigh, I suppose, what people would call the pros and the cons of uh, this big decision of uh, a career change. Uh, and Wade, with you, who's an expert, what are the benefits versus what makes it difficult? What makes it difficult for somebody to 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 do it? Look, let me preface everything I'm going to say now by saying the following. Mm. One has to look at your life holistically. Mm. And the unfortunate thing is, with some people is that they, that they, uh, their career and their self-esteem are synonymous. Mm. And so, and so, and, and life's not like that. Life has many, many components to it and so on. And so you have to look at your life uh, uh, holistically. And then, I mean, there's the financial part, there's the career part, there's the job part, there's the family part, there's the children's uh, part, there's the, uh, you know, and the relationships and so on and so on. Look at all of that. So that, that's the first thing. And so, um, uh, you know, one has to look at that. And uh, if, if your career as such is making you desperately unhappy and the place where you're working is making you desperately unhappy, Mm. And especially if your career is sort of synonymous to your self-esteem, you're going to take that unhappiness home. And then you have to make a very profound uh, 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 decision to decide, well, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I can't do this to my family. I can't do this to my... I'm not sure that I'm answering your question. You but are. what I'm trying to say to you is, um, the decision needs to be a holistic one where yeah. all the factors are included. You know, and, and we work through all of that with our clients where, where we discuss every aspect of their life with them. Obviously, we focus on, 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 on the career stuff on, uh, and, and, and so on and so on. But we, we, um, we also... We you also have a holistic, a holistic experience with the client. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. What's your website, uh, Brian, so that uh, if people want to get in touch with you, they can before we go to news? It's www.thehumancapitalgroup.co.za or people can just email me on brian at thehumancapitalgroup.co.za um, and, you know, we can talk about it. Um, uh, this sounds very sanctimonious or, or, or whatever, but but it's, it's a passion with us yeah. to make sure that people plan their careers properly. You know, right now we're in a situation in South Africa and in Africa and in, on the globe, for that matter, where people are losing their jobs hand over foot. Yeah. And our, our, our um, principle is, our purpose is, our... Is to is to make them understand. Look, there's a there's a uh, silver lining at the end of this cloud. Yeah, this too will end. This there too will hope. end. And and yeah. unfortunately, I have to cut our discussion. But thank okay. you so much. It's www.thehumancapitalgroup.co.za, and that's Brian Wasmuth, managing partner and director. It's eleven o one. Time for news. Luyanda Maome is standing by.